Welcome back to the Quarter 3 Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 76, and we are glad you are with us today. I'm your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my lovely wife, Lisa. That's me. Hello, everyone. On our podcast, we hope to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. We're going to talk about things that make you think, laugh, cry, or maybe even all three. So we hope that wherever you are today, we want to encourage you to join in the conversation and share this podcast on your socials or with your friends and families by text. And so we, so speaking of like sharing and on your socials and your text. Yeah, we so appreciate it when people do. And we Mm -hmm. ask people also to leave reviews. You did. You asked them that last time. And (laughs) we had one person that left left us a review. Yeah. A good friend of ours. Yes. You want to share? Sure. Yes. Um, It was from CeCe's Cakes. A.K.A. Cindy Casper. Yes. Yes. Uh, A friend of ours from back in our winder days. And um, just had... were super um, sweet encouragers of ours as we were in ministry there in Winder. And we stay in touch with the family Mm -hmm. every now and then, see different parts of them. um, She wrote, wonderful program. Lisa and Spencer are such a sweet, godly couple. Their programs are so inspiring. Thank you for sharing from your hearts. Well, thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Yes. We appreciate you guys and your family. Yes. Um. And, and by the way, I mean, her little Instagram header uh-huh. is like CC's cakes. cakes. She makes delicious she makes good cakes. and beautiful. It's been a long time since I've had one of Cindy's cakes, but they're pretty good. Uh-huh. They are pretty good. I keep up. I see pictures sometimes of them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's very, very talented. Well, let's jump into the uh, question of the day. So oh, yes. I know we always ask, we always say that, you know, we want to inform minds we want to inspire hearts and ignite joy mm-hmm. so let's just ask that question what has informed your mind inspired your heart or ignited your joy or if you've got all three covered this week then great okay but what about you okay i will start off with informed my mind i told you this the other day that i was listening to actually our church's podcast it's Beyond Sunday is the name of it. I don't know how often they come out with stuff. And I don't listen necessarily regularly. But this was one that we shared within our small group at church with our girls, just with questions that were coming up about the conflict in Israel right now. And the most recent episode of the Beyond Sunday was just very informing. Um, And I found myself learning, which is a good thing. But the whole... Who was on the podcast? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I can't remember his name. Um, That would be Jason Britt. Well, yes. (laughs) It's... No. I know that's your your pastor. That's not what I was talking about. (laughs) Yes, the Beyond was, Sunday. I said it's our church's podcast. Yeah, I know. So it's Angela um, Buckland that leads it, and she has, yes, some 
of the ministerial staff on there. So Jason was on there with this one. And so was Kevin Miller. But the title of it was Understanding the Israel-Palestine Conflict. And they had um, a special guest on there. I can't. I can't find it. That's okay, but it was. I, yeah. It was. I can't find it. Wasn't it the guy that helped to lead the tour <laughs> yes, that Jason had he, gone on? He leads the tours that they take pastors and their spouses on. And it was the one that Jason and Nan most recently went on with him. And this was a guy that has actually lived in Israel. Grew up there as a as a young person, and then as an adult, spends about eight months of the year. He says he spends there, and in the east side, the west side, he talked about the Gaza Strip and explained that, um, which is super interesting. It's basically kind of like a prison, and mm. once you're in there, you can't come and go into the different parts and. Um, you know, that different sides control. But anyway, the the whole thing that was just super interesting to me is, yes, those of us that have grown up in church, we we probably know, okay, they're fighting because this goes back to Ishmael and Isaac, right? Right. Abraham tried to take matters into his own hands and did not wait on God's timing and had his first son, Ishmael, but that was not the promised one that God had already said he would give him. But God in his graciousness and mercy, even despite Abraham's lack of faith um, and, you know, whatever impulsiveness you want to call it, he still said that he was going to bless Ishmael and gave him, you know, regions and and land and if you think about it uh where does the world get most of their oil (laughs) from the arab nation um so ishmael was blessed as well and that was just purely because god decided to in his sovereignty but isaac was the chosen one that god was making a covenant with abraham to bless his generations You know, he told him more numerous than the sands on the sea and the stars in the sky. So it does go back to that. But it's also, you have to understand a lot of the historical context of the land and when the Jews were run out of Israel and Jerusalem. You know, you had the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple and just down through the history and then where they were given some land back and then you had World War One, and then you had, what, the Six Days War, I think in, I don't know, 1960-something and Israel was established then as its um, as a country. But yeah, there's just a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of layers there. Mm-hmm. And understanding that that really both sides have been hurt and both sides have had land given or taken or, um, you know, for generations, sometimes it was in their family and then they lost it. So you can kind of you understand this. This is hard. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a clear cut thing. And what the guy was really making a point that I think we just say, Oh, they're all bad. Why don't we just go bomb them? But, but that's our brothers and sisters. 
on the other side of the world. And just bombing is not a solution either. Um, yes, there there is going to be wars up until the moment that Jesus decides to come back. Um, when God sends him back to gather his people. But, you know, I think there's other things we can do besides just bombing people. And a lot of times over here we sit in front of our televisions or in front of whatever, news. And we make judgments. We have no idea what it's like to live over there, to be None. in the midst of this. Um, maybe too quick to judge, but because there's believers on both sides. Um, and, yeah. Anyway, so it sounds like that informed my mind. It sounds like it inspired your heart, too. Yeah. I guess it kind of did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm listening to it again. And I apologize for not remembering his name. <laughs> that was terrible. That's okay. But I, I'm, I'm listening to it again. I really want to understand better the timeline. And We'll put that yeah. link to that yeah. podcast in the show notes. Okay. That, so that informed my mind. And yeah, kind of inspired my heart. Anything ignite your joy this week? Um, yes, I do believe so. And maybe we were going to get to that with the updates, but just being Thanksgiving and we added a the new member bus. to our family. Yes, we did. And just having everyone around tables and it, it kind of happened at different points. Like early in the week, it was my family in South Carolina and it wasn't everyone, but for those that could be there and, you know, siblings to my nieces and nephews and even just close family friends. Right. We sat around a breakfast table at a restaurant and it was just fun, just laughing and talking and catching up and, you know, joking with each other. And then with your family in Ringgold and all of us traveling up there and gathering in Wes and Suzanne's home. And with we traveled dad, in style just, up there. We did, but but that was just fun to sit around their table and, again, have those conversations and catch up with each other and share things and encourage one another. And then yesterday, with my side of the family coming here. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. That ignites my joy, I think, to be with yeah. family and share moments. Mm-hmm. They're special. So, How about yours? Yeah, for me... And I think I've shared this before, uh-huh. but every Sunday, really, and I've been doing this for the last five years now, that I've been out of pastoring a church, and it goes really, it goes all the way back to those first few Sundays after I was no longer pastoring a church, and I would wake up on a Sunday morning pretty early in my normal routine Mm -hmm. because that was my habit and getting ready, uh, going through kind of the motions of, uh, getting ready for that Sunday morning to preach. And I would get up and I would have nothing to do. And I'd be like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And he probably within a couple of weeks of being away from uh, pastoral ministry, God just began to put it on my heart to begin to pray for pastors. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And and so at that time I took my phone <clears throat> and I looked up probably I guess there was about twenty guys, twenty twenty names, twenty twenty five contacts that uh-huh. I had in my yeah, in my database yeah. in my in my address book, my phone and yeah. I just sent him a text, you know. And wow. Just I'm praying for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to let them know. I'm praying mm-hmm. for them. And then that went from there. Great. What started at 25, five years, <laughs> 2025, five years ago is now over 200 pastors wow. and ministry leaders yeah. that, that I pray for each Sunday. And each Sunday I will have a particular text message that God will just put on my heart and for that morning. It's amazing. It's just He always gives you a word. There's a always a word. Mm-hmm. There's always a word. Sometimes it's before I get into the word and start uh-huh. reading and praying. Like this morning. This morning was I already had the word. Uh-huh. And I just started, you know, I put it in my text message system and um and I'll put that little app link in there to let people know what I use, but uh, to be able to send to that many pastors, um, you know, one common message and prayer for them so that they get it personally, you know, and yeah. it's not some bot type text and uh, a group, <laughs> you know, or a group text that everybody's getting replies on. And in that, Pastors inspire me because of what they have mm-hmm. to do week in and week out. Yes. And they have to, you know, now we're blessed at our home church with a pastoral staff that can have multiple people that can preach and give Jason a chance to catch his breath, have about two or three weeks of break time from Pat from preaching to get ready so that he can get ready for the next mm-hmm. series. Like he's getting ready, you know, he's preaching in, you know, this, Christmas. uh, love came down series that he's just now starting. And he's had, um, you know, several weeks to get ready for that because, mm-hmm. you know, we've had other, had another pastor that would step in and handle the teaching responsibilities. It's just really good. And mm-hmm. we're blessed, but not every church is like that. And the majority of churches uh, have one primary guy and nobody else. And he doesn't get a break. And it is hard. It is difficult to week in and week out um, being on an anvil to hammer out a message each each Sunday and then when you get to this period of time known as the Christmas season and it's like what 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 are you preach now you know Jason kind of alluded to it today in his message it's like you know Easter is one day right Christmas is a season and you have multiple Sundays leading up to Mm -hmm. you know Christmas and I mean, how many times or different ways can you tell the story of the birth of Jesus? How many, you know, yeah. how, and, and make it at Christmas. And so these pastors, when I send them a message or whatever, you know, I'll get some messages back and they're mm-hmm. encouraging to me. They're praying, they're, 
they're reciprocating the prayer or they are, man, you have no idea how timely your word was today. Um, different things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just never know. And so those guys, those pastors, those ministry leaders that are out there uh, day in and day out doing their ministry, those people inspire me. Mm, that's good. Those people inspire me. So, um, as far as, uh, what about informed your mind or ignited joy? You you know, as far as, um, I've already mentioned what's informed my mind last week when I was talking about some books I was reading. Oh yeah. Still your jujitsu. My, yeah. My harnessing the power of of jujitsu. Um, the, the messages from other people, uh, ignite my joy when I hear when I get a word back from somebody that, hey, man, this what you guys talked about this week really hit home or if it's a text message or if it's like what Cindy sent us on that review or if it's a Facebook message that I got from uh, the mother of two boys who were in our youth group many, many years ago, uh, letting me know, hey, I just wanted you to know about my two boys and what's going on with them because you were their youth pastor. And I need, and we just need people to pray. You can still pray for me. Yeah, and so things like that mm-hmm. just ignite my joy. Yeah, to be able to do that. Um, I like that. So, so yeah, there you go. Okay. That good. That was good. Fired my heart and ignited my joy. That's good. I think it's always good to reflect on those three things. That's so, why we say that. That's, that's why what we, we say do it. with our program. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why we do this. Okay, so how about updates? It was Thanksgiving. It was week. Thanksgiving. A lot of food. We just oh. had our final Thanksgiving meal with friends. Like our fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're moving into. I think into, I'm done with turkey. I'm done. The brisket I'm was good. I'm not a turkey though. person anyway. The brisket was good, if I do say so myself. Why did we pick turkey to eat at Thanksgiving? I don't know. Why isn't it crab legs? Well, we can have, <laughs> we can have crab legs. Next I mean, time. they landed in. You know, Plymouth, that's like Massachusetts. That's like crab, right? Lobster. Lobster and crab. Why do we not have that? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to Maybe you should change the menu. We start a new tradition and have crab no, legs. But we did, we did change it And turkey it up. legs. I'm okay. Turkey once a year. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to bet. I know a lot of people love tradition. But for year, four meals, I don't like it. One year, I'm going to so kill. So we did change I'm going to kill our own turkey. You are? Maybe. Okay. I would like. I liked what you cooked this year. I cooked a nice brisket. That was very good. It was really. I good. think it was very popular because it's well, gone. You can't go wrong with no, Lane's not. barbecue seasoning. No. And Lane's barbecue instructions. If yes. you just follow and the instructions sauce. on how to cook on a ceramic grill, uh-huh. you're going to do fine. It works. It works. It works. Yes. And it was delicious. It was. We have had a lot of a lot of good things. And yeah, okay, turkey, something. But a lot of other things were very different. We've had lots of different veggies and this fruits year? and yeah. What was different? No, I mean like at each meal there were different things. Oh. Like one meal there were green beans, but the other meal there was no green there huh. was other things. I gotcha. Yeah. Potatoes, sweet potatoes. Yams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. We did have some salads variances. We did. Mm-hmm. 
different desserts. Did you miss anything this year? No. Do I look like I missed something? Yeah, I didn't either. I can't think of anything I missed. <laughs> wait, did you have giblet gravy? There was no... Wait a minute. The giblet gravy. I didn't have giblet gravy. But I might have just missed it. <laughs> I don't know if we had giblet gravy. Unless we had... Unless there was... We? I don't remember. Surely we had. We didn't have my mama's giblet gravy. Are you sure? Because that's only got eggs in it. I'd have uh, remembered. We did maybe not. Maybe we didn't. How did we miss the? I giblet feel like gravy? I had gravy on my dressing though. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I'm not complaining because it was good. Every either. meal we've had was good. So yeah. yes, Thanksgiving break. Now we're moving into Christmas. Season. We had fun, like you said, riding with all the kids. That was that a was blast. an adventure. That was a blast. Uh-huh. Just the comments from the different children, our different kids, stopping at Bucky's, Boosies, gas station, bathroom breaks. That's right. <laughs> that was fun. They watched so, the movie all the way. Mm-hmm. So, on this week's episode, yes, we are going to talk about making sure that the heart is set right. As we enter into this Christmas season. Yeah, you and I were talking about, you know, kind of off of what Jason said. It's a season. It's Advent, you know, the four Sundays that lead up to it. So we're a little bit out from that right now. But it's coming. We've had Black Friday shopping. About to have Cyber Monday tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All the places are decorated. Some were decorated before Halloween. Giving Tuesday is Tuesday. Yes. For those of you so nonprofit people. It, it's here. It's upon us. Yeah. People want you to spend and money on Friday. They want you to spend money on Monday. And then they want you to give money give on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I always just found Which it interesting good. that giving Tuesday was, was last. Two days. Right. Why isn't was it giving Thursday before we ever go? Yeah, why don't we do Friday? Giving Thursday? Then maybe we wouldn't. I think I think they should change spend. it up. Do Giving Thursday. Yeah. Black Friday, Mo- Cyber Monday. Yeah. Do you think people would give more or less? I think they would give more. I think they might. Especially too. if they had something specific to give to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I think I think you do Giving Thursday. Especially since it's like Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Isn't that giving, being grateful? Yeah. Yeah. We should end Thanksgiving by giving. People a little bit more relaxed. Thanksgiving by giving. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, I was saying that as we enter into this season, we want to make sure that our focus is right. And if we, you know, it's kind of like you set your course before you set out on the trip. You don't, you don't chart your course in the middle of it. You kind of set it at the beginning. So, so you're talking about the heart. Yes. Yes. So as we're, as we were talking about this, the thing that I wrote down was let's bring what's important into focus like a photographer will bring into the frame, the object within the frame, into clear focus. And so as you consider your frame, as you consider um, the frame in which you live your life, what's important to focus on? That 
and, and the two things that need to be brought into clear focus are two words are love and serve. Love and serve. Now, I love what... That'll give us a focus for this Christmas season. Yes. Okay. Because in this type of, in this time of the year, Uh it is really, really easy to lose focus. Yes. And to really be, um, to really lose focus and where things in our life get really fuzzy and distorted Mm -hmm. and we just kind of lose our minds to some degree. I don't think we mean, it's not that we set out meaning to do that. But again, if we don't be proactive on the front side to not let that happen, to make sure we maintain a focus on loving and serving. Right. It kind of drifts that way. It will. And we lose, and we lose the impact of, The gospel message of Christmas. Yes. And Christmas is not a season of buying. Mm-mm. It is a season of celebration mm-hmm. of life. It's a season of generosity. It's a season of... Should it is, be. It's a season. Here's the thing. It is a season that really should highlight the way that we live our lives the other 11 months out of the year. Mm, kind of like the exclamation point on yes on the year. Yes. Huh. But then when Christmas oh, season hits, things can get busy, then we're mm-hmm. off and we've got parties mm-hmm. to go to, we've got friends to go see, we've got gifts to go get, we've got the house that needs decorating, we've got the... We've got all this stuff, or we got trips. Worry that are, and anxiousness yes, and stress. And then, and, and then at this time of the year, this is also a time of the year where your suicide rates go out the roof. Mm-hmm. Because at this time of the year, which is supposed to be a season of hope, people feel the most hopeless. And a lot of people are hurting. And they're grieving. In a time that we think should be happy and merry. Yes. But they're hurting. And the people that are losing their focus aren't thinking about the no. other people that no. are dealing with hopelessness. No. So what Lisa and I are wanting to do tonight, today, this week, is really like a photographer focuses in on the object of the picture. We want to focus in on the object of the um, the Christmas frame. What's inside the Christmas frame? As we look at the picture, then what is the object? What is it that needs to come into clear focus? And that is the two words of love and serve. So I love what Pastor Jason did this morning when he yeah. talked about the four different types of love and he talks about agape love, which is based off of, you know, in First Corinthians 13, um, this is the kind of love that agape love That's is. That's the only Greek word that was used in yes. that chapter. Mm-hmm. And so he said agape love 
is a love that has little to do with emotion or feeling and much to do with self-denial for the sake of another. That's so when we talk about love, we're not talking about an intimate love. We're not talking about a family love. We're not talking about the friendship or the brotherly love. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a love that has little to do with emotion or feeling and much to do with the denial for the sake of another of Mm self-denial. It's a sacrificial love. Unconditional. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when you think about that type of love and I love how at the end of the message today, how Jason just kind of left a a fill in the blank opportunity for us. If I blank, but have not love, I am nothing. And I've really been thinking about, okay, if I do this, but have not love, then I am nothing. So let's just put it into some context for me. If I husband you to you, but have not love, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. If I parent, mm-hmm. but have not love, I'm nothing. If I am, if, if I'm at work, but have not love, I'm nothing. You manage if you teach. But yeah. If you love. teach. So you think about your entire, and, and when we say love, we're, Again, it's about a love that has little to do with emotion or feeling and much to do with the self-denial for the sake of another. Mm -hmm. It's consider others better than yourselves. It's considering others better than yourselves. And so when we talk about love, that is a critical piece. This type of, this season where... It needs to come into focus. It needs to be really clear about how I can love, understanding that this type of love is a supernatural love. It's a gift. It's a fruit of the Spirit that we exercise in our in our lives, that we practice in our daily lives towards people. So, I don't know, what do you think? And we can only have that. If we know Christ Mm -hmm. and we're allowing his spirit to lead us and fill us. And I think Pastor Jason also gave a great challenge in saying, you know, if we're going to love the way we're supposed to love and we're saying that that's what we can hopefully focus on this Christmas season, we could start every day reading 1 Corinthians 13. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do with that. Is I'm just going to put it on my audio and just listen uh-huh. to it in the car. I think I will too. Every day I just want to hear those words. Just let it speak over us. Yes. Soak it up. And I loved where he had the scripture on the screen. Oh, yeah. And he would read it, but then he ch- he would they would fade it and change the word instead of love, inserted Jesus. Right. You know, and you really start thinking about that. If that's our example, that it's not rude, it doesn't envy, it's not proud, it does not boast. If I have faith that removes mountains, but have not Jesus, 
It doesn't matter. You can have all the talent in the world. You can have all the abilities, all the accolades, all the achievements, whatever you want to say you have. You don't have Jesus. You have nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And I am nothing without him. Right. So I think in, in helping us keep love and focus, we absolutely have to be surrendered to him every day. Right. Got to spend time with him. So the second thing, which is really the flip side, it's the other side of the coin. And that yes, is Yes, if serve. you're going to love God, then you're going to love people serve. and serve them. And serve them. You are. And I think, I believe that God positions us in, and places us in situations and um, areas, circumstances where we have opportunities to be able to serve others in word and in deed. Oh, and I that, think so too. And I think he places you in places I would never be and puts you around people that you can serve. Right. That I would maybe never come in contact with. Right. And vice versa. I mean, stepping out of nonprofit slash ministry world over the last few months and going into the business world and into the marketplace, I've never been in places and opportunities to be able to being a person that's in the marketplace every single day now. uh, I never had that when I was doing ministry. I knew people that were in it. Sure. And I always respected that. But to now be in it Yourself. and to do ministry uh, in those places mm-hmm. is is really, uh, l- it's life-giving to me. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's hard. It's probably one of the hardest types of ministries I've ever yeah. attempted. Yeah. But it is life-giving because it is a constant, constant test of your faith in practice of your faith because of what you come up against each and every day. Um, so when it comes to, when it comes to serving the question that pastor Jason asked this morning was what in the situation in which God has placed me, what are the particular opportunities I see to serve others in word and in deed? That question, I think, is a question that really kind of helps to set our eyes and set our hearts off of ourselves and onto other opportunities and onto the Lord so that we can see the opportunities to serve other people in word and in deed. And we need to consider those places and those circumstances in which we have been positioned and placed in order to in order to accomplish that in order to put love into practice by serving mm. so that's good anyway that's good any other thoughts about that no i remembered this quote listen to listen to this quote by mother teresa um she said If you can't do great things, 
then do little things with great love. Hmm. If you can't do them with great love, then do them with a little love. And if you feel like you can't do them with a little love, just do them anyway. It's amazing how love will grow when you serve. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really cool statement. So I think, yeah, let's just get out there and and try. Yeah. You know, let's just do it. Do something. Do something that serves someone else that, you know, is sacrificial, that's maybe unconditional, no strings attached, not wanting something in return. Yeah, and don't make it about you. No. Don't don't post it all yeah. over social media. It ain't got to be all over Instagram. <laughs> Tell everybody about it. Just do it. Just yeah. do something. Yeah. Don't let the right hand know what the left hand's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we want to encourage you. Getting your focus set for this Christmas season on love and serve. So. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I'm encouraged by that. Me too. And, and I, I can't wait. I, I do. I want to read First Corinthians 13 every day. That's my goal. I'm going to read every day leading up to Christmas. I think that just... I'm interested to that see how that's tone, going to change I was going to us. say, as I go through the day, I can already think of, whew, does not lose its temper. It's not harsh. It's not <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Right. Really. But if I can read that at the beginning of the day and... Set my mind on those uh-huh. things because it says set your mind on. I bet those it'll things. change marriages. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it would. I bet it will. I bet by the end of this month, I bet we're going to hear stories of couples that said we're going to read love that. To hear it. Yes, and and they're yes. going to love and serve your spouse, and it'll change them. I bet it'll change you too. You talking to me? No, I was just saying the person that does it. <laughs> It'll change both, I bet. I'm both hoping, people. I'm hoping yeah. it'll change me. Lord knows I need it. It'll change me too. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, goodness. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening yes. in. We are grateful for you. We are grateful for uh, your encouragement uh, to us. And our request of you is that if there's anything that we can do to pray for you or encourage you, please feel free to leave us a message on our Instagram um, you can connect with us there. You can email me. Yes. Uh, I'll have our uh, email in the show notes as well. And uh, also, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, as that will certainly help others to connect with the Quarter Three podcast. And uh, we always want to remind you that two, two are, are better, better than, than one, one and, and a quarter of three, three strands, strands is not easily broken. broken.